Welcome to That Game Show, the awkward, inappropriate, random podcast that occasionally talks about games. We're deciding to change the format a little bit this time around. Um, gosh, it's been so long since we've recorded. Um, hello, old fans. Welcome, new ones, to that game show. We are going to definitely change up the format a little bit. We had a lot of things happen. Holy crap, a lot of things happened. Um, I went to a strip club for the first time ever. Uh, I discovered what a bear was and not the animal either. Um, but we'll talk about all that stuff later. Um, Alex from Alvis Gaming. He's joining me. He makes the show a lot more hairier with his wonderful beard. Um, so check him out. YouTube.com slash Alvis Gaming. A-L-V-E-R-S. A-L-V-A-S-E. Sure. I was so close on that. Yeah. So much for the new format where we're going to try to not get things wrong. We're actually going to have rejoins. I'm going to actually put production value into this. This is going to be weird. Uh, Kyle Helmstetter is uh, joining me as well from UCF and he plays hockey so he's a lot manlier than you so i'm a freelancer that's what's up yeah so he'll be joining me on less plays as well and other various ventures so um man a lot of things happened 2016 ended that's for certain um 2016 was probably a lot better for gaming i would say would you say so like you don't have to talk at the same time sure um I would say, like, in comparison to 2015, 2016 was a lot better in terms of quality of games. Right, Kyle? I would definitely say so. I ended up getting a PS4. First, yeah. first Sony console after having an Xbox for a little bit of time. Uh, the development quality on the PS4 was awesome. The first one I got, it, you know, I had it for, like, 12 hours, and then it exploded. But that's not the point. I mean, aside from the exploding, excellent console. Did, did you get the Samsung PS4? I mean, or? it might have been. I had it for like 12 hours. I got it from uh, Amazon, and then every five seconds, the game would just crash the whole console. And then it's like, oh, you didn't unplug it. I'm like, well, I didn't unplug it at all, actually. Yeah. And it just caught fire. I-, I got the PS4 as well, and I know, like, longtime listeners of the show are going to make fun of me for it because I've been so diehard PC Master Race. But I got it, and I've literally been playing it nonstop. And it's kind of a funny story since I got it. But before we go into that, um, Alex. What are your thoughts right now on 2016 gaming in comparison to 2015? Well, I mean, with the uh, with the you know the the outbringing of the PlayStation VR, we get to see a lot of uh, new elements added to games, especially older games. I mean, because there a lot of games now are incorporating the VR aspect to it, whereas before we didn't really have VR. The most we had was like for the the Android phone, um, and you know, of course, the Oculus Rift for the PC. But adding in a VR system, a VR hookup mm-hmm. for a console has really opened the door for a lot of people that didn't previously have access to VR because they didn't have like these master race level PCs. Yeah. So, um, have you guys tried any of the VR headsets? I did the job simulator one uh, for a little bit of time. It it was an experience. Like it was really it was kind of strange. Honestly, the first time you wear it. it it's really like, you're not really sure what you're doing and you're kind of worried if you're going to smack your hand on something or touch someone inappropriately. You, yeah. just, you just blame it on something else. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, the smacking just, part. Smack, touching inappropriately. Yeah. Same thing, right? So, um, Alex, have you tried any of the VR yet? 
No, I have not. Um, there's definitely, like, I definitely want to do horror in VR mm-hmm. just because I'm already a big scaredy baby All when right. it comes to horror games. Um, that's why I try to play them as often as I can, um, put them all over my channel. Yeah. So the biggest thing for me is the fear of having it completely surround you with being mm-hmm. in VR. Um, you know, there's a there's an open water simulator where you're in underwater and there's yeah. in the water. That, that's terrifying. I hate open water. There's ones where there's um, zombies coming after you, and that's, of course, going to be terrifying. Um, and if they were to do something with, like, Resident Evil, they do VR for that, which I think mm-hmm. they have, actually. Yeah, they know. did now with Resident Evil 7 that just came out, and yeah. so they're trying to incorporate that. I tried the... I did the Star VR a while ago, and it was still in, like, it's very rough testing, but it still looked nice. I tried the HTC Vive at Atronicon at the Orlando Science Center. That was actually really fun. Just because the fact that they have, like, all these, like, cameras that are on you as well. So, like, you establish an environment around you. And they kind of, like, establish, hey, don't go past this point. And, like, um, granted, I wanted to do Space Pirates. And they said, oh, we can't do, like, that kind of violence. But we'll allow you to do a bow and arrow game. So I felt like Katniss for a little bit. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. Like, I enjoyed it. And I was worried about it just because, like, I mean, our last VR experience was the Virtual Boy. So I don't, like, I was kind of just going in, like, oh, what is this really going to be? But, um, anyway, we'll talk about that more as it comes, but, um, we should probably talk some 2016 games. Chase Bunker. Whenever I'm peeing and there's two consecutive urinals that are open and you choose the one that's closest to mine, I'll take that as a challenge that you're going to try to make me feel uncomfortable. He's a bit awkward. To which then I will stare at you the entire time while I'm peeing. And even when I'm done, I will then rotate my body and fully stare at you until you finish. Because I will not be uncomfortable. This is that game show. I don't don't, don't want to open this. I don't know how to introduce 2016 games. Is that bad? I mean, it's like... I think we're going after, like, 2015. This is actually the first time, like, I'm having a new audience. Because, like, I mean, hey, we're going to, you know, add production value. And, oh, here's two new people as well. So let's see how this goes. Because every year, the past two years, I've always had my game of the year lose. And so hopefully I'm going to come out a strong winner. Um, So let's do some That Game Awards. So, hey, new people on this show. Um, Let's do some That Game Awards. Um, The Why Aren't You a Doctor Award for most disappointing game, what do you think it's going to be? Or what would you say it is? We'll start off with, uh, we'll start with you, Kyle. Oh, man. Um, that's a hard one. I mean, I don't... I gotta think of a game. Like, I guess No Man's Sky yeah, would that's be the, the most w- obvious candidate. I mean, yeah. I mean, that game was hyped up pretty hard mm-hmm. like, for all the forums I saw it on. And, I mean, it crashed and burned worse than Paul Walker. So. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I thought I was going to be the offensive one, but nope. There's oh, no limits. There's no, no limits. limits. But it really did. I mean, like, it's everything, every meme I saw it on was just a disaster. Well, the, so. yeah, the thing about it, like, they hyped that thing so much. And this was, like, this was their first game. And they didn't know what they were getting into. And so, like, you promise all this, and they're like, ah, we technically didn't. And it's like, don't don't try to technically on me. And so, um, I'd have to say, yeah, No Man's Sky, that was... I want to do that. I would do that or Mighty Number no. 9, because Mighty Number no. 9's got me scared now on Kickstarter games. Like, I, I had, like, that little bit of doubt with Ukulele. Now it's like, oh, 
is Luke ukulele gonna suck now? It better not. And then like, is Bloodstain gonna suck? I don't yeah. know. But the problem is too is every it wasn't just the gameplay that was that was crap with uh, Mighty Number no. Nine. It was it was the fact that it was hyped up so much, mm-hmm. and and then the fact that they brought in some of the best voice actors in the business mm-hmm. to record for it. But the script was the way they incorporated the script was terrible. Yeah. Um, like personal favorite Steve Bloom. He does the voice of Spike Spiegel is his most notable one yes. from Cowboy Bebop. He played one of the uh, one of the um, androids, and while his while his voice is is remarkable, it's just the the way they incorporated the script is absolutely terrible to the story. Um, and also, of course, you know you can't bring a Mega Man type game into the mix and then not give you dash or yeah. wall or wall jump. Remember, it's not a Mega Man game. It's a Mighty Number no. Nine game yeah. with. Wait, what's the guy? What's his name? Beck. I yes, the little robot's name is Beck. Okay, and so like immediately we have a name of a character. Let's put in all these flaws real quick. We have a name of a character who shares the same name as like a folk singer. We have Mega Man, who I love and adore, but his past few games have just been god awful, and. It's just like, oh, we're going to do all this. Also, why don't you fund this other Kickstarter for the unofficial Mega Man Legends 3? But we haven't seen the other one. Unofficial Mega Man Legends 3! Well, I, I think that's why the you know, the guys at Capcom really capitalized on releasing you know, the remastered collection, the first six games. Mm-hmm. Because they, they, saw, like, they saw all this negative stuff coming their way. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm... I imagine that they got hate mail for Mighty Number no. Nine. Yeah. I imagine they did, even though it's not their game. It's yeah. I imagine, I'd imagine. they did. Um, but uh, I have my disappointment. What's your biggest disappointment? My biggest disappointment um, is uh, Pokemon Go. Oh wow! Hold on, hold on. What, what's your Twitter handle so we can have all the fanboys direct hate towards you? Oh, it's uh, at Alvaz Gaming. All right, cool. I'll hate. Uh, yeah, I'll, we'll get the hate train started in just a second. Hang on, let me let me confirm that. Do you you don't have your own Twitter handle? I have like eighteen accounts. So Good me. lord! What do you skip Bayless? That's a sports oh, joke. No, okay, so it's it's at Alves underscore gaming. That's A L V A S E underscore gaming. Such quality yes, here such on quality. I mean, this is kind of like we're doing this Levitard show style with rejoins, and you know what? Poor quality too. So you know what? We're just gonna just be mediocre at its finest. Yeah. So, you're going to go with Pokemon Go. Okay, so... Why? Because, okay. So this game, first of all, is the first game that was ever released, Nintendo-wise, that I'm aware of, for a, uh, for a mobile device outside of, like, Nintendo products. So, like, it was a downloadable app. Yes. On any mobile device. All right. Um, so, it was cool in that sense. And, you know, it went through the honeymoon stage where it was a lot of fun. You're running around, you're catching Pokemon and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But then it got to a point where it just became like a grind fest where you were literally catching a thousand Pidgeys and then just, you know, putting them through the wood chipper to turn it into some mega Pidgeot. And then, you know, you find you find like a, an egg and you sit there and it's like a 10 kilometers you got to walk kind of egg and you hatch it and you get a Pidgey or you get a Rattata. And it's stuff like that that was like, why would you why would you incorporate something so just I'm trying to think of the word aggravating into a system mm-hmm. where there's Rattatas and there's Pidgeys everywhere, and not to mention that, but there you also had the fact that unless you played the game constantly, you fell behind 
super quick. Oh, yeah. Immediately you fall behind. Um, and say you wanted to, say like me, I caught a Haunter as my one of my first. Nice. I, for the, like the three or four months that I played, I never found another Haunter, ever. Hmm. So I just sat there with a very low-end Haunter. I, oh, when that game came out, it was around Tampa Bay Comic Con time. And so, like, you saw a lot of people around the convention center looking for Pokemon. And so, like, as our panel's about to start, I shout, Oh my gosh, I found a Dragonite! And then, like, a few people started coming in. And, of course, no, there wasn't Dragonite. I suckered them in to watch this, you know, mediocre live recording of this podcast. But... Man, I had so many people pissed off at me that day. I don't know what's going to be greater now. Those people pissed off at me or the people are going to be pissed off at you. I'm okay with that. Because, I, yeah. I mean, you got to, like, you got to take the good with the bad. Yeah. We're talking about the bad. Now, I mean, I did enjoy the idea of Pokemon Go. I mean, it brought people together. Like, I remember walking around UCF, mm-hmm. and there was just hundreds of people out, just all exchanging information, just chatting, you know, battling at their gyms. It was great in that sense, but... As a, as a game, especially if you're playing solo and you're trying to progress, it, it's more than a casual game. It, it was terrible. Um, what team did you uh, join? I was on Team Mystic. I was a Team Valor. I was Team Sever. That's a Mag joke right there. And who else remembers Mag? Oh, man. I never played because I have an iPhone 4 still. Which Okay, we're going to side note on that real quick. I have been so outdated with my phones. I went to go ask AT&T for an upgrade and she looked at me and goes, we don't do upgrades anymore. I'm thinking like, man, I have had, like I got my phone in 2011. And so here I am thinking, you know what? I'm due for one heck of an upgrade. And nope, I have to just pay as much as everybody else. And now they're doing like second, it's like a second mortgage essentially with all these phones. Yeah, you should see the look in that girl's face to see like my mediocre piece of crap phone. By the way, survived a river. Shrinkage for days, but survived a river. Let's see, mine, um, I had an iPhone 4, I was the same as you, until I dropped it. Mm-hmm. I dropped it face up, and it was in a case. And prior to that, for about a year, I didn't have it in a case. I bought a new case because I'm like, I better start taking care of my phone. Dropped it face, it landed face up and smashed into pieces. And uh, so when I took it to Sprint, they were like, "Oh yeah, we'll give you a credit for this busted phone." You're like, "Do you want an iPhone 6? I'm like, "Sure." All right. So. All right. Anyway, um, moving on to bigger and better topics. Best two minutes of my life. The award for best trailer. What do you have, Alex? Oh, that's a tough one. Yes. For movie or video game. Um, best trailer. I'm torn between the Bohemian Rhapsody trailer for Suicide Squad or the first Logan trailer. First Logan trailer made me cry. Let's, oh, let's you, you get all the feels with that. Like no one didn't shed a tear or something. Like if you didn't, you probably weren't connected with the song. You hear Johnny Cash is hurt, and it's like I remember hearing that for the first time. Like why is Johnny Cash covering Nine Inch Nails? And then yeah. it's like oh. This is actually a really good song. Yeah. Am I the only one that has a favorite trailer? I watched this Bohemian Rhapsody trailer so many times. 2016 trailers? Yeah. I, I don't have one off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, Not that I can remember. E3 had some pretty insane trailers this year. Mm-hmm. That I, I remember, oh, what was it? I think it was God of War, wasn't it? Yeah, they had the God of War one. That one looked 
I saw some like the gameplay and all that. That that one may have been one of my favorites. And I've never really been a big God of War fan, uh -huh. but watching it and just seeing the because that was you know the PS4. That's their yeah. Of course, their limits. The interactive uh, like environment and everything they put into the storytelling. It looks mm -hmm. fantastic. I I didn't I haven't seen much else on it or anything like that. I liked the. Uh Final Fantasy 15 trailer with yeah. the Florence and Machine cover of Stand By Me. Like, that was one of the few like games that got me excited through a trailer. Like I don't play Final Fantasies. Like the one I played before that was 10. And so far, like it made me excited and I bought it and I'm playing it now, which have you played it by the way? Which one? Final Fantasy 15? Yes, I started playing it last night. Uh, beaten to death with tutorials, but... Oh, yeah. Gosh, that tutorial page. Yeah, that was pretty rough. Um, I started the game and I had to stop and play some Iron Bread just because I needed to take it back, take it back to something simple. Um, but I actually have three contenders for my favorite trailer All right. of 2016. Uh, Star Wars Rogue One. Okay. Um, Power Rangers. Oh, and oh. The, uh, the, the first Gears of War trailer. The Gears of War 4 trailer. Okay. Yes. Where, you know, it's um, Disturbed's cover of um, Sound of Silence. Yes. That was a fantastic Such track. a good song. It made song. my blood just... Can we say chill. that that's the best song of 2016? Yeah, I agree. Like, that's a, like a unanimous, we don't really need a debate. Best song of 2016? I can dig it. You can yeah. dig it? All right. I wouldn't mind a remix of uh, What Does the Fox Say, 2016, but they didn't come out with it. Oh. I'll pass out. No, we'll have to wait for 2017. Yeah, if anyone wants to get on that, What Does the Fox Say, bring it back. Yeah. All right, I'm trying to think. Do we have any other... Do we ever think of like any other clever awards? We could do, you know, Game of the Year, or we could be horrible people and tease it. Hmm. I think we should tease it. Tease it. it. It's a teaser. Tweet us your love or hate at Chase Bunker. Funny tweets get played on the next episode. Um, Nintendo just announced the Nintendo Switch not too long ago. Oh. Uh, uh, I'm fangirling. You're gonna fangirl? Okay. I'm fangirl. I, 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 it's a pattern. Like, just... So let, let's talk about some of the features real quick before we start griping and celebrating and peeing our pants. Um... It's essentially a portable console. You have, you know, your little, like, mini iPad and, like, two, what they call it, Joy-Cons that you put onto the side. Mm -hmm. You can play through that and you can walk around. You yeah. can dock it and it goes onto the big screen. Yeah. And I'm wondering, I'm wondering is how is the resolution going to be? Because normally when you go from a screen, like, that small to that big, there's usually issues. Yeah. So maybe that little dock probably has some power behind it. Um... Nintendo finally got like their heads out of their butt and they're like, oh yeah, we're going to incorporate more online play. So it's like, finally, said everyone back in 2010. Like, I'm, I'm trying to think. You might, hopefully you guys can help me. How many online games does Nintendo have right now? Splatoon. Splatoon? I think it's Splatoon yeah, and I, Brawl. Yeah, I play a lot of Brawl online community though. I, I thought... Is Mario Kart on yes, there? Yes, there is Mario Kart. So that's three. Which is two more than what they had with the GameCube. Call of Duty. Does that really count? No. Speaking of biggest disappointment. Do people actually... Call of Duty. Oh, gosh. That was, no, that was 2015. Didn't they come out with... They probably did. They came out with something. No, I, Advanced Warfare was the one of 2015. Um, I don't know. Infinite Warfare looks okay. I haven't played Call of Duty in a very long it's time. Modern Warfare 3 was my last one. 
my last one, I think, like, I have Black Ops, but I haven't played it because my mom's like, do you want me to get you Black Ops? I'm like, I kind of want these games. I'll get you Black Ops. Uh, okay, thank you for asking. But, um, yeah, I haven't played some, I haven't played Call of Duty in a very long time. And, of course, they did that, like, oh, biggest disappointing marketing tactic. How about you have to buy the new Call of Duty to get Modern Warfare remastered? Like, you bleep off with that. How about you have to pay for zombies to get zombies? You don't just get it in the game. You gotta pay for another game. Yeah. Where's Where's our Call of Duty zombies standalone with story? Oh god. With a story mode. That would be cool. That would be amazing. Um, I I feel like out of everything that I've seen with Call of Duty, zombies are definitely the best. Especially the one from Black Ops Three, where it was the mm-hmm. like the nineteen twenties kind of thing. Yeah. That was really cool. Um, going back to the Switch, they announced that there will be a Skyrim game for it, yeah, yeah. which I'm excited for because they're getting third-party support, yeah. but I want to see third-party exclusive titles. Like, we got one with Bayonetta, which did great. Well, critically, I'm not sure how the sales were. By the way, look this up for me, Alex. How long, when did the Wii U come out? Because I'm starting to think that, like... I want to say it's only been four years, and they're already giving up on it. Well, yeah, it was. Uh, it was definitely. Um, definitely, yeah. Two thousand twelve. Oh, that's even worse. So well, it's if, been around for a little while. If I recall correctly, one of the Ken Sugimori who passed away recently. Yeah. Oh, he, uh, yeah. He backed the Wii U with his own money to save its falling sales. From what I, from what I yeah. read. I mean, that's oh, no, I think it was Iowata. It was Iowata that died. Oh, was I, okay, so I one of I know I I'm bad with names, but I do know one of the creators did end up backing the Wii U with his own money to save its falling sales. Yeah, don't worry about being bad with names. Like this entire show has just been bad on names in general. Remember, you're also talking sure. to the guy who interviewed Grant Kirkhope and said he composed Banjo's Kazooie, and I was oh. like, oh, I died. Like as soon as I said oh. it, but it's like I was already my fifth. This is like my fifth time redoing that intro. I had to make it. Yeah. I had to make it flow. I had to make it flow. Yeah. But um, this is my theory behind it, and I want you to hear me out on this. By the way, I like that they're trying to get behind, like, I think they're making a Splatoon 2, which Mm -hmm. their logo is crap, because the 2 isn't in tune, and I feel like that was a perfect opportunity right there. Splatoon remastered. Oh, gosh. No! No, I think the... The one title that's really selling it for the Switch oh, is Legend Zelda. of Zelda. Legend yeah. Of Zelda Breath yeah. of the Wild. I saw the trailer for it and I went out and I reserved my Switch. I pre-ordered my Switch. Nice. Um, and an extra controller. Just um, they announced it's gonna be three hundred dollars. By the way, um, was it March twelfth? Is gonna be the release date? I, I believe it's March twelfth. Um, but let me. Which three hundred, by the way, isn't bad. But like Nintendo's always been on the cheap end when it comes to consoles. Yeah. But this is my theory behind it. And you can back me up, or you can send. You can tell me where I'm right, or tell me where I'm wrong at Chase Bunker on Twitter. I'll March third. Right Go do it. Um, I have my phone on vibrate, so when you're, if you're trying to, you know, get my notifications on, ha, you're wrong. Yeah. But every time Nintendo has been innovative, it works. Go from Super NES to 64. Oh my gosh, 3D graphics. It's amazing, and it's it sold. I mean, there's still debate on what did better, Sony or uh, Sony or Nintendo, and that one. But either way, it revolutionized. Mm-hmm. Go to the GameCube. It's just another gaming console. Blah, horrible. Go to the Wii. 
got motion controls now. It's got, you know, the games behind it weren't that great, but it still sold well, and people even argue saying, hey, this actually won the console war, if not Sony because of its late push. Wii U. It's a Wii with the tablet. It comes close with HDMI, which was, I mean, not saying that it's a selling point for me, but when I played Smash 4 versus Brawl, Brawl is disgusting. Don't even say to mention it. Yeah. But the HDMI was pretty big facet. The one revolutionary thing Nintendo did with the Wii U was that they made games, um, you could play games on multiple consoles. So you can, so one thing, so it's three things. First, they made it backwards compatible so all the Wii games worked on the Wii U. Yes. Second thing is that for select games like Smash Brothers, they brought in the ability to use a 3DS to play with. So you can, you can be playing on the Wii U and have your buddy on his 3DS playing Smash Brothers like with each other. Same thing with like Mario Kart. Um, and then the third thing was that they capitalized on the IGFs, the interactive game figures, which up until that point was pretty much just like Skylanders. And um, it was- The Amiibos were nice, I will say yeah, that. They, yeah, they, they were nice in the sense that they did different things for different games. And the one caveat to that is that they made a lot of the games that were released prior to that they updated them to work with amiibos by the way super uh super mario maker was another one that i forgot with online capabilities yeah and that was definitely that's up there with one of the the top titles of last year was mario maker yeah because it just brought out so much anger oh yeah the anger like, I, I mean, granted, I played League of Legends for years, so I know anger when I see it. Yeah. But um, with the Switch, though, it's definitely a revolutionary thing. Like, they're trying to do what the Vita wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And so now this is a more powerful Vita. Hopefully, with have, Nintendo's always had a strong first-party support. If they get a strong third-party, which is the one thing I've said for years, if they get a strong third-party, this will be a great console. But how long now until, like, we see... A new PS uh, PS Five, Xbox One Squared. I don't know what they're gonna call it now. Cause I mean, we thought it was gonna be the Seven Twenty. Nope, Xbox One, X Bone. X Bone. The thing about the Switch that's pretty big too is I'm a huge Pokemon fan. Like, there's almost mm-hmm. nothing I don't know about this like the, the series franchise. They have confirmed that Pokemon is going to release a title on the Switch now. For a lot of people that played, you know, Gale of Darkness XD, they played mm-hmm. Pokemon Coliseum. Those games were huge. Everybody's been asking for, like, a large open world Gale of Darkness yeah. to, be re- to, to be redone. I mean, that's what every, you know, Pokemon stories are linear, but that game was the first to feature the fact that you could do a lot more mm-hmm. with 3D graphics. I mean, yeah, Sun and Moon has been a stat, but, I mean, what what would anyone want but, a, like, a Skyrim-based Pokemon? Except you don't kill Pokemon. So they faint. You faint. They faint. They faint. They faint. So if you go, if you go to the uh, Nintendo, if you go to GameRant.com mm-hmm. and check out Nintendo Switch third-party support, there's over 50 partners right now with the Nintendo Switch, including Bethesda, Konami, um, where's the other Bandai Namco, um, Capcom, Sega, and Sega, Telltale, um, THQ Nordic. That's cool. I've never seen that before. And of course, like Ubisoft. So these are these are big, big companies. You can, see, you can talk in the microphone when you when you read from the computer. Just like bring your laptop. Like by the oh, way, yeah. Because I'm like looking uh, at this. Like there's no way this mic is picking him up at all. Oh, okay. Mediocrity. Okay. That's fine. This is a great comeback episode. 
By the way, I haven't even told the other people that that have normally on this show. Some of them are probably gonna get like a nice rude awakening of, why is there another episode on? Why did Chase not ask me if I wanted to record? Triggered. Oh yeah. Yeah, but, hashtags all day. Oh man. Triggered. Hey, if you want to tweet Chase though, you can go ahead and tweet him if you're a former person on this show. Oh gosh, they don't use Twitter. I'll use Twitter for them. Okay, that that's just great. Want to see more? Go to our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash that new show show. And like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash that new show show. 2016 came to an end, and I, I think it's funny that I read all these like top, like, oh, here's my top games for 2016. I feel like if you're IGN and GameStop, or GameSpot, excuse me, they always have like the same list. But then you have like the other YouTubes there that are YouTubers that will like try their best to be unique. Yeah. And I know that everybody has different tastes, but it's like, do you really think Euro Truck Simulator is the best game out there for this year? I mean, not you know Doom, Overwatch, Uncharted, Final Fantasy Fifteen. Speaking of Overwatch, what I mean that there's so much promise with that game. I don't know. There was there was a lot of oh we'll we'll talk about Overwatch in a little bit. For our top 2016 games. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. Alright, let's talk about top 2016 games. Yeah. Okay. I feel like this is the first year ever. Like, I mean, if you're fans of the show, so you know me. And if you're friends with me, you'll know. I don't get a lot of current games. Like, I... If they... I'll buy games that, like, after they come out for a year because I'm a cheapo. But, like, I finally had enough money to, like, spend on video games. So it was, like, the most I've actually played... Of current games this is weird it's like oh I can actually like contribute more to this conversation but um Alex tell us about some of your 2016 games okay um hmm, hmm. Doom Doom is my first good. it's the first one that comes to mind now for a lot of people um you know born in the 80s the the Doom franchise was such a it was such a a critical thing for our childhood. Now, I mean, there's been a lot of, you know, controversy over Doom, of kids playing Doom specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you think about it, like, this, the release of a new Doom game really um, kind of set the tone for 2016 first-person shooters and how it was so over-the-top and just, it was, it was set to an amazing metal soundtrack. It was... It was everything that a Doom fan wanted in a Doom game. Bring it back. I wonder if the mic just picked that up. What? That your phone going off. Probably. <laughs> because like I'm just like talking, it's like I was in your Yeah, trying to talk. That is like the loudest vibration I've ever heard. Is that the vibrator from the IT crowd? Maybe. That vibrate setting? That's a very like select few are gonna get that reference. But, I will not. Oh, watch that. That's such a good episode. Yeah, so... Mm. So, yeah, we got Doom. I, I bought Doom as well. I've played Doom for many years now. Um, what's funny about it, and I could have, you know, episodes to back it up, I thought, when I first saw the Doom trailer, like, there's no horror in this. And I remember when Doom 3 came out, I'm like, why is there horror in this? There needs to be action. And so, like, I'm playing this game... And I like it. Like, it's a lot of fun. I love, like, the little, like, collectibles here and there. I like what they did with the um, secret portions where they have... Oh, excuse me. Oh the... I know. I'm just going to contribute to the mediocrity. Um, the, like, 2D... Or the, the, the NES... Not NES. Like, the 
old style level sections. I thought that was really cool. So yeah, I'd add, I'd add Doom as well to one of my 2016 lists. What about you, Kyle? What was your best games of 2016? You know, this kind of game has been making a rise. Telltale's Batman. Uh, I haven't played Batman. it yet, but I want to play it. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. Good. Especially you. But the fact is, the Telltale series, where it's like an interactive... You know, it's an interactive game mm-hmm. where you're picking, you know, the outcome of the game and stuff. It's one of those old Goosebump books where you actually got to, yeah. you, know, you flip the pages and cheat mm-hmm. and end up with the best story. But it's the fact, like, the Telltale series after playing, like, Walking Dead and now the Batman, mm-hmm. it's like they're making a rise because of the uniqueness, I think. Mm-hmm. And that was, for me, a huge, it was just a great game. Yeah, like, I loved Tales from the Borderlands, and I oh, loved Wolf sure. Among Us. I haven't played any of the Walking Deads. I have season one. Um, I, I was so tempted to get... Um, the Game of Thrones one. It was on sale. So I was like, I could, but um, Batman does look good. Batman's a really good one. Another one, um, this is, and people are going to be like, what the, what, what? Seven Days to Die for every error that it has in the game, for all of the rendering issues and all that, the community itself, is it's decent. I can tolerate it. But the developers are very, very good. They're very helpful. They're always listening. You know, I'm on their forums all the time, seeing what they're doing. I've done their PS4 version and now their, their PC as well. Both of them, they're actively trying to improve the game every month or so. You know, they're always putting out patches and updates. Mm-hmm. For incomplete game that you spend like twenty, I got it for twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. You're getting a lot of value out of it. There's a lot of fun in it. You know, mm-hmm. like I bought the I bought Seven Days to Die on uh, Xbox One when it came out, and uh, it is a very it's a highly polished game, especially if you played it back when it first when they first started yeah. developing it. It is so polished now. It has a very captivating environment. Um, it's terrifying at night. And that's that's what we want out of a zombie game. Um, but if you want to talk about rage games... Dark Souls? Dark Souls 3. I, Dark Souls. See, I'm not a sadist. Like, I, I still don't understand why Dark Souls was, like, such a... It's such, like, a popular thing. But... Um, I don't know. I see. It seems like you see a lot more games now that are slowly like trying to be like Dark Souls. And I think they're just like saying, "Oh, it's just really freaking hard." I'm like that's not that make it like Dark Souls. It just makes your game difficult. Well, so, I mean, did you ever, you ever played Super Meat Boy, right? Yes, I do. I have Super, Super Meat, Meat Boy. Boy. Was probably one of those games that threw me through loops, and I oh, had multiple yeah. aneurysms just because of the sheer complexity of it at times. I think we should talk, I think we should add a new section called Rage Games of 2016. Oh gosh. Because there's there's Dark Souls 3, there's Cluster Truck. Never played it. Yeah, Cluster Truck is a first person, like, uh, platformer game where you're just jumping around from truck to truck. Um, Super Mario Maker, that was 2015, wasn't it? Or was that 2016? Uh, yeah, it was 2015. Yeah, Super Mario Maker. Um, Another another big uh, rage game was um, I Am Bread. Oh my! I'm I currently I'm currently playing that right now for my channel, and um, I'm actually having a lot of fun with it. If you are patient, and I say that without you know, barely holding on to the blood vessel in my eye, if you are patient with that damn slice of bread, you will you will have a good time because the music is very chipper. And there's so many different modes. They actually added a rampage mode. Do you play as a giant gorilla, lizard, or dog and smash buildings? Nope. No, you play as a giant baggot. I haven't played it yet. I'm saving that for my channel. But I haven't. I, I don't even know. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna play it and record it all at once at the same time. You know, just experience the whole thing. 
Um, I remember the rumor. It was a, it was a poorly made rumor that the bread was going to be voiced by Troy Baker. That would be hilarious. I would have taken that in a heartbeat. Uh, there's no voice acting in yeah. this game. Um, it's it's yeah. It, it's it's so ridiculous. You need to check it out for yourself. Um, just to see what's going on with it. Um, so um, yeah. So some of my top games right now. Uncharted Four I thought was incredible. Yeah. Um, I still don't know why I rank it in the franchise. Like I think it's definitely above one. But is it above three? Is it? But I don't think it's above two. Like I'll say that much. Like I love two. Like is there? Wait, has everybody here played Uncharted Four? I no. have not. Okay, I, not I will either. not say anything else. But it's good. Um, Final Fantasy fourteen or fifteen, excuse me. I thought was so far is a lot of fun. I'm still playing it yeah, right now. Here. I'm still in the open world section. Apparently, it gets linear later on. But it's still a lot of fun. I I, I enjoy yeah. it a lot. Um, in Overwatch, so we'll talk. Let's talk about Overwatch for a second. We talk about this at. Oh my god! Go and so, gosh, I'm barfy. Shut up. Ew. And so, um, so we talked about it at uh, Tampa Bay Comic Con a little bit. Now that the game has been out for quite some time, I still think it's fun. But I'm not getting the same enjoyment out of it anymore. And I'm not sure if it's... I don't think it's community related. I think it's just like it's not a lot of maps. Because like with Team Fortress, I loved it. And I played hours upon hours with it. But like with, the, with Overwatch, like I'll play three or four matches. And it's like, that's, that's it for me. I, am I going crazy or what? No, you're not. Because when Valve released Team Fortress 2, they also incorporated it with... Um promoting their uh, film engine, the Source Filmmaker. And uh, so Team Fortress 2 stuff is all over the place still to this day because yes. it's it's a game that you can you can take all the assets in the game and make movies out of it. And that appeals to a lot of people. Um, people that are upcoming, like, you know, they do animation and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that definitely, you know, suits them well because these are simply made characters, well, simply made characters, simply made for, you know, a yeah. billion dollar company. Um, and then it's just it's it was such a strong community because of all the titles that Valve had released because of Steam uh, because of uh, Left 4 Dead Left 4 Dead 2 Portal Portal 2 Half-Life Half-Life 2 like the fan base the trend yeah yeah, they're, yeah they're, I'm waiting for the three box where they just unleash everything they're not gonna do it because they make enough money through Steam they don't need to do that um Wait, so you're saying we need to boycott Steam at one a certain point for them to make Half-Life 3? Three of us need to do it. Did you, did you know that Steam just had like the biggest sale they've ever had? I know. And it's kind of still going on. Because there's still a lot of games on sale there. I know. By the way, Transistor's on sale right now. Of nice. course, as of this recording. I'm sure but... Transistor is, uh, was free last month on PS4. No. The one with the crazy sword? Yeah. yeah I'm not pretty sure. I don't know. I don't think so. I'm trying to remember what last months were. Yeah. Alright. But, um... Yeah, the one thing also is unfortunate about the source filmmaking. It's like, all of your Scout and Tracer fanfiction is invalid. God, so much Tracer. Oh, love it. I hate Tracer so much. You know, she's a character that I just never got behind. Like, I do like using her because she's fun to learn. Oh, she's fun to learn. 
He said got behind. I would, I would get behind. Yeah. Well, I, I think that, you know, Blizzard didn't hold on to its convictions. They didn't, you know, they didn't, they didn't stay their ground when people complained about Tracer. Oh, gosh. They just they tucked booty. tail and, you know, just changed her design. Um, which, I mean, like, I, I understand that... The page you, is good, by the way. Tracer's booty page on Facebook, that's a funny page. If you, if you lose, if you're losing a lot of business over it, I can understand that. But when you have just... You know, it's a, like a 10 second clip of her shaking her butt. Mm-hmm. Well, not even that. It's just like it, she sticks her butt out and that's it. Yeah. And so people freaked out like, I don't want my kid playing this. Like, um, it's rated teen. So your kid's not even a teenager yet. So yeah. they shouldn't be playing this anyway. Right. But then so, again, who pays attention to that anyway? Yeah. Which I mean, and then Blizzard went on this, uh, this massive crusade to knock out all the people that were using their assets for designing movies and things like that irony yeah which i mean they'd cover their assets but they won't cover tracers yeah the only thing is like they were using if somebody so anybody that had remodeled the characters in any way got to keep them they got to keep their work because they spent meticulous hours re-sculpting these characters we should have let that joke sit as well. We should really just start incorporating, just like saying a joke and then just like letting it sit for just a few seconds. Maybe that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. But um, the um, you know the fanfic out there is insane, and then you know everything ends up on Rule Thirty Four. Of course. Everything. Then apparently Tracer and Widowmaker have some sort of hidden romance, according to every fanfiction ever. Yeah. If I mean you know sometimes you get bored four in the morning just. Yeah, it's not. They need to expand it. Here's the storm, Kerrigan and Illidan. That's my (laughs) fan fiction. Uh, Two misunderstood characters searching for love because they've been banished and they're different now. With their shield. Every time I'm just going to add more to the story. You're making your own on the spot. That was not a. Definitely not a disappointment with StarCraft. Definitely not. StarCraft was. The, the fact that they finally came out with the second series. I mean, I don't like how they're releasing it, but, I mean, gotta make money. So That is true. Anyway, what were you saying? Um, going on the Overwatch, you said, you know, you got bored. Of it. Yeah. I think, one, it's because of the, lim- I mean, you have the arcade gameplay, which is a, a good addition. They did add that, game. and I thought that was really I good. thought May's Snowball Offense was probably the most fun yeah. I've ever had, because, let's be real, if you're a May player, shout out to the May players, by the way. You're probably a troll. Oh, bleep off if you're a May player. You're probably a troll. And, like, I love that because I can't tell you how many times, like, I'd use Ice Wall to block something. Anyway, the point, I mean, it's pretty much a standard one, two gameplay where it's, like, you do one thing, you do one thing, and you don't get variation. There's no, like, addition to it. Plus, you're always going to have a diva that blows you up with her stupid all, and you're just, like, sitting there, like, you hear, oh, nerf this, and you're like, yeah, I'm dead. Well, now they are going to nerf this, because Diva's... Diva's getting a nerf, but, like, we'll see how nerf, you know, we'll see how big it is. I think it's going to go more toward her, like, standard gameplay, but... Yeah, like, every character is going to be the same. You're always going to have a Diva, you know, you'll probably always end up seeing, like, some form of, uh, probably some sniper. They're they're nerfing Ana, by the way. I'm not really sure why they're doing that. We're that game show. You know, that show. That you watch. Because we're totally famous. Alright, so we're going we're gonna to announce that game show's 2016 Game of the Year. Our nominations are Overwatch, Doom, um, Uncharted 4, 
I guess if you want to point at Dark Souls, so we'll go with Dark Souls. And Telltale's Batman. So. Well, we can throw a Civ in there if, if you're. If I you're, haven't played Civ Six. I've heard it's incredible. Yeah, it looks really it, good. It is. I personally have lost many years of my life already, probably. Yeah. yeah. It is. It. It. Yeah. Um. I want to throw in Dishonor Two and Deus Ex: Mankind Divided, though I've, I haven't played much of those yet. So. I, I don't know who to vote for. Yeah. I guess it's truly going to depend on what kind of genre you like to play. Like, if you're a big story book kind of person... We need to pick a game! We're not going to go, top, like... Well, indie... Right, okay, so top indie game definitely um, was uh, super hot. Yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah. Super hot. Definitely, I mean, without going too much into it, it was extremely unique and a lot of fun to play. Okay. Of the, fo- of the games that I mentioned, what is number five? Between Overwatch, Doom, Dark Souls, Uncharted, and Batman. Number five. Dishonored 2. Are you going to throw that in? I haven't played that. That's why I'm throwing it in number five, because I haven't played it. Oh, you. (laughs) Just... But, you know, I I haven't played Telltale's Batman yet, but I've seen enough of it to where I can cast my judgment on that. We'll go with number three then. What's your number three game? Number three would be Overwatch. Overwatch? Number three. Number three I'll put it is Telltale Batman, in my opinion. Telltale Batman. Number three will be Overwatch. Okay. Number two. Dark Souls. See, I'm feeling Dark Souls is something else. Two, two Dark Souls. Number two is Doom. Number one. Doom. Doom. Oh. Skip. I need to think. No, this isn't Uno. You can't just skip, skip draw to. Skip. I'm going to say Uncharted 4. Is your numero Uno? That's my number one. Hmm. So how are we going to decide this? Because I was going to say if it's a 2v... Like, it looks like as if... Actually, it depends on Kyle's vote. Kyle, you are the hanging Chad, which is an incredibly dated joke that I think only Alex and I will get. What is your vote for number one? <clears throat> My number one vote is Dragon Ball Xenoverse. It's not even on the thing. That's not even on the list. Yeah, why isn't it on the list? That you can't just do a, you can't just do a write in. I do what I want because I want what I want to do. <laughs> No, I think I think my number one. You can't just write in Bernie Sanders. I just did. But Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy, would probably be among my number one. As someone who who played the series a little bit and then got to Final Fantasy, I was just like, yeah. So based on the top threes, we could say Doom is number one, Overwatch is number two, or. Or I could just pull rank and just be like, Uncharted number one! Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's more complicated than just doing this is number one, this is number two, this is number three, because they all are so unique. So what you're saying is put it to a Twitter poll. Put it to a Twitter poll. At Chase Bunker on Twitter, what's your game of the year be? Gosh, that that sounds... I want to do funny Twitter polls as well. Uncharted 4. Put like eight games on there for Twitter. Oh, gosh. At Twitter, who would you have sex with most? Racer, Meg? Oh, gosh. No, we're not going to do those. The Minecraft girl. This isn't 4chan. There's a Minecraft girl? Yeah, there's like Minecraft Steve, and then there's like... 
probably a female or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It makes sense, right? Oh my gosh. Um. What about Hitman? I'm talking about Hitman. All right. So also on the poll, what was the biggest? Uh, heartbreaker. Was it No Man's Sky sucking or Eris? Oh, we can... <laughs> or Pokemon Go. We can also add in Tom Clancy's The Division. I think that was 2016, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, well, but I've heard yes. that... I've heard... Here's the funny thing about this. Let's hear funny. I've heard on some games, or on some lists, this is the top 10 one of the best games of the year. I've also heard this is also the top 10 worst games of 2016. Depends on what console you're on. If you're on... Or what platform you're on. If you're on PS4... Or Xbox One, it's really good. If you're on PC, it's going down more than an escalator. Escalators can go up though. Lindsay Lohan goes down. I'm sure. Hey, this is a this is a family show. No, um, this is a family. show. I already blew that out with the Paul Walker jokes. Yeah, it is true. Ha! I can get behind that. Hey. Hey. Oh gosh. All right. So we're gonna put on the poll at Chase Bunker. What should our game of the year be? And I'm gonna put random games. Yeah. Write in. Hey, can you write in on Twitter? I've never used Twitter. I can force them to do a write in, but that would also make them like have to tweet me. And uh, Yeah. We'll see. Twitter well, poll. Should I make a Twitter? Twitter poll. On Twitter. Should Kyle make a Twitter? Should Kyle make a Twitter? And the answer is uh sure, why not? Sure. I wanna see this trending. Yeah. Oh gosh. No, we're not that popular. Yeah. Gosh. Alright. So tweet at someone popular to make this popular. Oh yeah. gosh. Alright. So that's it for the show. We're gonna be back at some point. We probably can't do these every week because man, we tried it every week at one point. Man, a lot of content was just lacking. So yeah, we gotta like write like a thing and be like, alright, tweet at us if you want us to talk about something. Yeah. Alright. Like, mm-hmm. So you can follow me on Twitter at Chase Bunker, or you can uh, like the show on Facebook, Facebook.com slash that new show show. Uh, thanks again for Alex from Alvers Gaming. Alves. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Alves underscore gaming. Yep. Kyle, thanks for coming over for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, All right, cool. And I'm sure I'll be back. Yeah, we'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Make sure you check out more episodes on iTunes and on our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash that new show show. And follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash that new show show.